welcome to another episode of the Engineers Express, brought to you by CDPHP, an RPI Athletics podcast uh, focusing on RPI Athletics, and we have our second pod of the week here, and today's focus is going to be on the RPI cross-country team, which you'll hear is headed to uh, Spalding University in Louisville, Kentucky, and the Tom Sawyer State Park for the NCAA Championship uh, meet coming up on Saturday. The team's actually already left for Louisville to get ready for uh, the meet, and it's a pretty light week as far as athletics is concerned. Did have a couple of results come in midweek as RPI Women's Hockey defeated Post University 4-1 to on Tuesday night at home with the uh, Four different goal scorers in that game. Also, Emily Venn picked up her first win between the pipes for the Engineers women. And then in men's basketball, the Engineers improved to a 3-0 and on the year as they defeated SUNY Delhi down in Delhi, New York, 89-63. So RPI men's basketball has now won 27 of the last 30 games dating back to 2019-20 when they made that great run into the NCAA tournament. We will have three great guests for you today. It'll be John Lynch, the head coach of both the men's and women's cross-country teams, followed by uh, Nia Goddard, who is the lone women's representative headed to Louisville for the championships. And then it is one of the uh, men's captains, fifth-year John Reed, who will be joining us here on the podcast. We hope you enjoy today's show as the engineers look to improve on, I think, their uh, 10th place finish back a number of years ago but you'll hear from all three of them coming up here on the engineers express thanks for listening all right now joining me on the show is john lynch who's the head coach of the men's and women's cross country teams here at rpi and uh john thanks for taking a couple of minutes here before you prepare for uh you know another championship opportunity for uh, your men's group and of course nia on the women's side as an individual thank you for for taking the time to talk to us about our, our perform our performances that we've had and for the meet coming up and uh, on the show, we, I'm going to have uh, John and Nia, uh, John Reed, who's one of your men's captains, and Nia come on. And, uh, you know, this a little bit of an interesting group on the men's side with uh, so a group that has seen what's been done here in the past, but hasn't, you know, done it on their own on the national stage. Uh, what's that, you know, experience been like for you, kind of bringing these folks along? Even, you know, Lucky was a, an alternate, of course, but uh, this is a whole new kind of, group for you going to yeah. nationals for the first time even though it's the fifth time in a row that you've taken a team there yeah i i find it to be probably the most uh rewarding season that we've had in a while only because um there's been a lot of teaching that's that's gone on and and i'm i'm very very happy with the group and and how open they've been to to learning this season and to growing and um really you know they've they've all been here they've all seen it but now to have to do it themselves is a is a really big uh, you know check mark for our for our process that we have here and for our, our mission statement and and knowing that you know all thirty guys are really bought into to what we're doing and when it's their time to step up they're there to, to do it. It seems like you know these guys who've come along from when they were you know freshmen sophomores of course a lot of them missed their junior year, um, but uh, what's it been like for them? I know the the COVID year was tough. You were kind of limited by your practices. I mean, you, you could, luckily for you guys running, you could get out and do that outdoors yeah. a little bit, but yeah. you're still, the still schools clamping down on a couple of things for you guys. Yeah, we tried to keep things as normal as possible where I would send out a weekly training plan throughout the fall and throughout the winter. 
and they would do it, they would log it. Um, most of them did it individually or with their housemates, but they were, they were able to keep in touch with each other. Uh, there were a few checkpoints along the way where they ran time trials and they were happy to see some progress and I think that kept them motivated through it all. So when they came back this August and everybody was in pretty good shape and, and they, were, they were hungry for, for what we wanted to do, I was, I was happy to see. Well, John Reed's one of your captains. What, what do your captains bring to the table, John, and the other couple guys as well? Basically continuity from the past. Like they've, they've all been a part of it. Um, and, and so I wanted to make sure our, our team culture was sustainable through the pandemic. And, and, you know, we're not after the pandemic yet, but coming back to campus and, and being back to athletics, I wanted to make sure that it was, it was still, um, still good. And, and I, I think it is. Uh, this group, uh, you guys won on the men's side, you got another uh, Liberty League championship, you got to host. Uh, what was that like for you guys being able to do a run, a run a couple of meets up in Saratoga this year? Yeah, yeah. Well, for me personally, it was hard <laughs> having to host. Invitationals is never uh, the fun part of, of my job, but it, it uh, the, the student-athletes like it. The alumni like to come back when we hosted in, in September, and um, I think... One of the most rewarding things about this season was that it was never a foregone conclusion that we would win. Um, Vassar had beaten us in our first two invitationals this fall, and that kind of allowed us to stay uh, humble this, this entire season, to stay hungry. And I think that was key for this group, having never actually tasted the success for themselves. To, uh, to be beaten right off the bat allowed them to uh, deal with humility and to, to, to be hungry for the entire season. Pretty good regional showing as well. Third place you, gets you into the NCAAs as an at-large, which was, which was big. I know, uh, were you at all worried that you wouldn't make it, or was there, was there any kind of doubt at all there at that point? Uh, we felt good after the race. Uh, Williams you know, is one of the favorites to win the national title this year. Middlebury ran really close to Williams the two weeks prior at NESCACs, and you know, we were within distance of, of, of Middlebury, you know, couple people ran five, 10 seconds faster mm -hmm. over a 25 minute race. We might've been right in the mix with them. So it's, uh, it's encouraging when we finished the race, we felt like we ran about as smart of a race as we possibly could have on that day. And uh, I mean, we were 40 points in front of Vassar who was only two points behind us two weeks earlier. So uh, that kind of showed us that we, we ran well. Uh, other than, you know, Matt Leckie, who kind of took over the early season races for you guys with the wins. Is this a different construct to what you've seen in the past when you've had, you know, a Fazio or an O'Connor, O'Connors, yeah. uh, kind of leading the way, and then everyone else is a, a solid step behind, but still obviously contributing to to your successes. Yeah, it's it's a growing team. Like we 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 really what we saw early in the season might not be what it is now, only because um, we have we have two first year cross country runners and Corey Kennedy and, and Vince Simonetti. We have guys that, you know, this is really their first serious season and Jason Gibbons and Steven Spreiser, John Reed, you know, being a fifth year senior is true, but, you know, he's had stress fractures, he's missed seasons. Um, so really he's, he's just coming into form now too. So I think it, it could be a very tight pack at the national championships. Um, but at the same time, you can't discount what Matt Leckie and, and John are capable of where Really, I mean, Matt could be a top 10 or 15 individual. John could be an All-American type individual. So it's uh, it could be one way. It could be the other, really. And uh, on the women's side, I know it's, you know, you have Morgan, who I, I've seen run a lot with Nia and yeah. I'm sure pushed her along the way. Yeah. But Nia goes in and is an individual. 
What's that like? Have you taken just individuals? I'm sure you have before other yeah. even other schools too. Uh, what's that like for her? You know, especially in a couple of days when you're over there and she's the only sure. one on the team. So it's it's a challenge, um, but we're we're bringing our assistant coach Allison Thayer, who is a member of our team and has been at the national championships, and she'll be there to run with me uh, during the practice days and and uh, you know calm her down and and keep her confident and. Um, we have two other assistants going with me as well from the men's team, and we'll all be keeping an eye on things. Um, we brought um, Gracie Tilton there yep. back in 2014, I believe. Um, but back then, she was all by herself. She didn't have the men's team with her. So I think the, the men's team being there will, will be of some comfort for Nia. And then the course is in Louisville. You guys have been there a couple years ago. Didn't get a chance to get out there early in the season this year. But I know, I know John talked about the fact that he had at least seen the course before. Uh, so I know you're going to, he told me you're about to do some, some video on that. So yeah. what's, what's that going to be like for you guys? And just preparation wise, how much, how important is it to kind of know what you're up against as far as the course is concerned? Yeah. So, I mean, we, we were there in 2016 with our men's team and they all went down in the first 400 meters. So <laughs> yeah. that's why in 2019, we went and previewed the course and, and got to know it a little more intimately. Um, and on a muddy day, we survived without any falls at that national championships and had our best team finish in 10th. So we're just going to preview the course um, over video this afternoon and kind of look at the layout, look at the points to move up. Um, John, myself, a couple other guys will talk about what their experiences were like there. And um, we asked some alumni for their input, too. So we'll, we'll put that all out there and, and try to learn from it. Before I let you go, I do want to ask you about the alums who I know have come out in force throughout your career here and at regionals. I'm sure there's a strong showing. And John was talking about when he wasn't one of the one of the competitors, he would help. He'd travel down to Louisville with a group of just supporters with the big, you know, the flag and everything. That's I'm sure that's important to you guys. Yeah, yeah, and I think it was huge for us this past weekend at Harkness Park when Con College hosted. We had probably the biggest turnout of fans possible. Every member of our team that wasn't racing drove themselves there. We had alumni show up. Pretty much everybody that was racing, their parents and family were there, and they were sprinting around the course, making their voices heard. And I know it pumped John Reed up to have the race of his life that he had that day. And the rest of our guys were were pretty uh, pretty encouraged and ecstatic to have that type of support. And then, so just uh, expectation wise, I know I, I talked to John about it. He said if there's a little bit of a pressure, but a little bit of just knowing that. If they put their your best effort forward, you're gonna you're gonna be happy with what the results are. Yeah, I think this 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 entire season, there's been goals and hopes, but there's never been like this idea of needing to do something, and we just want to keep that alive as we as we head into this meet. I, I think we're ranked in the top twenty, and we've been ranked in the top twenty, but nobody cares about us when we show up on the starting line, and I think we should like it that way. And, um, I'm, I'm encouraging them to, uh, you know, just run the best race that they're capable of and wherever that chips fall, they, they fall. Joining me on the show now is Nia Goddard, who's a junior captain of the uh, RPI cross country team. Uh, first of all, Nia, thanks for coming on and congrats on making it to nationals. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, Nia, this has obviously been a, a tough year coming back from the COVID season. Um, but, uh, some success for the whole women's team was very young. Uh, and you're a leader on that team. What does it mean to you to be obviously a captain of this group, but also to carry on the tradition of RPI cross country? Um, I don't really know. It feels good to like help the younger people learn and grow and stuff. And it's really 
rewarding to like see them progress as the season's gone on. And I, don't know, I know I'm representing all of the RPI women's team at Nationals, so I'm very excited to do that. I hope I do a good job of it. Yeah, don't put too much pressure on yourself. <laughs> uh, Nia is headed to Nationals as an individual. The whole men's team is going, which should be a little bit of help to you, right, mm-hmm. as far as having some support there. And also, I know the team likes to travel down. Yeah, the that, I think some people are going. <laughs> some folks that aren't necessarily running. Um, it's been a great season for you guys, obviously. A lot of wins for you. Uh, you and, of course, and Matt in October especially mm-hmm. was a big month for you guys, getting ready for what's to come here. How important were those early season meets for you guys, not only to necessarily get the win, but to, to prove yourselves early in the season? I think it was a good learning experience since we didn't have like cross-country in 2020. It's been such a long time since we raced in, in uh, the beginning of September when we had the Vassar meet. It was 22 months since like the last cross-country meet, which was a long time, and it was kind of just to dust off the spikes and get used to racing and get used to like putting in hard efforts. Uh, and it, since you're such a young team, a lot of new runners, obviously, trying to get them into what the RPI cross-country, I guess, mold is or, or the, the process that Coach Lynch has. Um, how has that process gone? And I know uh, you, I see you and, and, and Morgan running all the time. Mm-hmm. It's good to have those people that you can kind of pace each other with, yeah. right? Yeah, I think... It's been a little more bumpy than we'd like, so some, we had some injuries on the team, but I think everyone's done a good job of like trying to stay consistent and doing all the little things to help overcome those injuries and just learning the way of RPI cross-country because it's a little bit different from high school. So For sure. You've had significant improvements as well in your, in your times. What have you kind of attributed that to? Um, I ran the whole of like the COVID gap year, and so when the season for outdoor track got canceled in March of 2020, like... We took a little break and then just kept going as if we had seasons. And I think that really helped because I had a whole extra year of like base building and growth that you don't see in the times because we didn't have like races and stuff. So, yeah, that's important. Um, you know, what, what, what's your relationship like with Morgan? Who's, you know, she's been with you in a lot of these races at the front and pushed you to, I'm sure, improve your times. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. I really like having someone that's so close to me training and racing and you know, like when you're racing, that when the going gets tough, like, you're pushing for her, too. So, like, I know if she can do it, I can do it. And, like, if I can do it, she can do it kind of thing. But we're super close, so it's really nice to have that. Uh, what, what was your – did you get a chance to check out Louisville in 2019 as a, as a spectator, or, or were you not at all involved I in I got trip? to go to pre-nat, so I was oh, yeah. there in either end of September or beginning mm-hmm. of October. But I only raced a 5K there, so I haven't really seen the 6K course. But I'm guessing it's the same. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know Coach has uh, – uh, I think a, some some film or something that you yeah. guys are showing. You have another two days once you get there tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, to try and either check the race out or just get your legs under you and get ready to go. Um, race preparation wise, I know you have a little more time here, but uh, as far as the nationals go, but does anything change in your kind of regimen to get ready for this race? Um, just making sure to hydrate and get enough food and enough sleep for sure. But then I think we're tapering a little bit, so the mileage will drop just a little bit below normal but other than that it's pretty much the same your your guys training um is there anything that you were not able to do during covid obviously not a lot of team stuff almost almost entirely on your own um how big was i guess you know looking at i know you have like places where you can put times up and and compare them to see what other people are doing Mm -hmm. was that was that even more important during covid do you think yeah i think something like strava which is what we use or running ahead which is also another like tracker that we Mm -hmm. use is really important because you can see like okay, all these other people are doing the workout, so I can do them too. And it just helps you like stay motivated and stay tough through hard times. So. 
I have to ask you about the uh, the alumni support and also just you know especially at regionals last week. Um, how big is that at every race? I know you guys had folks come back for the Saratoga race earlier in the season as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a really big deal. It's really nice to get to see all like the alumni who come back to support us and even race at the Saratoga race. But yeah, I really enjoy getting to see everyone again, and it's nice having that support at races. And you expect to see some of the same. I know it's Kentucky's a little further away, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I know the team went down last last time the team you know yeah. went, last time the nationals were there. Yeah, I think a few people will be there, so it'll be nice to have that extra support outside of the people who are already going to race. And then coach said Allison is going mm-hmm. as you know as an assistant coach, but also has some of that NCAA experience and yeah. has been working with you guys all year. Yeah, she'll be there, so she'll be able to warm up with me and do the pre-race with me, so that's nice. <laughs> nice to have someone running alongside you. Uh, just uh, lastly, you know, you know, what's the excitement like, and also do you feel any pressure or any kind of expectation to to not necessarily reach a certain spot, but just you for personally, I guess, even? Um, there's a little bit of pressure. I mean, I just really want to represent the women's team well since I'm the only one going. So I just want to make sure that I do a good job of that and make sure that I show everyone that RPI cross country is tough and we're ready for next year. And I guess that wasn't my last question. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then, you know, on, on that, you know, this is, is such a young team. Just about everybody is coming back mm-hmm. as far as trying to add to it. And obviously the goal next year has to be has send everyone to it and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and bring you know keep that tradition going of, of solid performances. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll be much better prepared next year because everyone will have an extra year of racing under their belt, and we won't only have like seven returners or something. We'll have a lot more than that. So here with John Reed, is one of the captains of the RPI cross country team, and uh, John team's headed to the NCAA's for the fifth straight time. But for a lot of you guys, it's a, it's a first time opportunity. Uh, What's the season been like and, uh, I guess, the process to get to this point? Yeah, so actually for all of us, it is our first time going. And I've been on the team, this is my fifth year. So it's like, it's definitely a new experience for the younger guys. For me, I've seen what it takes from past years from all the upperclassmen making it. So I feel like I have that experience. I know Matt was an alternate last two years ago, so he knows definitely what it's like. But um, it's been fun. It's been kind of like just an exciting process for everybody. I know the COVID year was tough for just about every athlete across uh, across the board, sports wise. But for you, what was it like for you guys? You know, kind of limited to what you're able to do as a team. Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of, a lot of people don't know. People think you know cross country is an individual sport, but a lot of your training is with your teammates. So what was that like for you guys? Yeah, I mean, primarily when we're at practice, we're running in groups. We got like different packs, different pace groups. But um, during the COVID year, a lot of us actually live together in the same house on 12th Street, so we were able to get out on runs in the mornings and stuff. But um, not being able to use like the team facilities was tough. I know a lot of people, because running is also an individual sport. You don't actually need like a field and 11 guys to play. You, you just go for a run, do your workout by yourself. So honestly, I think a lot of guys were able to get the work done on their own. And it's starting to show around like this time in the season that uh, we were putting in the work. You're also a triathlete, is that correct? Yeah. And you had a chance to go overseas and compete. What was that, what was that like for you? Yeah, I went to Switzerland two years ago during the cross-country season, actually, to do uh, the age group world championship. And actually, during the COVID year, kind of gave me the opportunity to compete more uh, throughout the summer and, and, like, in the spring, since we didn't actually have races to do with RPI. So I've actually been um, applying to uh, become a professional triathlete after school's over. So I think I'm going to start that professional career in the summer. And you're finishing up your degree this winter or, or in the spring? In the spring, yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
Coach, Coach Lynch has clearly built a tradition since he came on here in 2011 as far as building up teams. And you look back to, throughout the years of, you know, national champions in track and also strong finishers on the cross-country front. Uh, what did that mean to you when you saw this program, you know, thinking back five years ago, I guess, to now, uh, what you've been able to contribute to and what you've seen from this program? Yeah, I mean, for my freshman year, the guys the year before me, I know it was like Ben Fazio, and some of those guys, and like then Grant and Sean O'Connor were like the big names. And then when I was a junior, Noah and Joey D, they're great. They were all really killing it on the national scene. And just like right now, I guess last week, it was really nice to be able to take part in that and kind of step up to where they've been in the past. And I know, uh, at least from what I saw, that you got a pretty good turnout as far as folks traveling to the regional. What does that mean to see all that you know, RPI colors and RPI friendly faces in the crowd? It's awesome. I know that I've actually been one of the people that traveled to nationals. We do like a 12-hour drive every year to go support the team, and to see them do the same for us is awesome. And I know in the middle of the race, just like the energy that they bring really just carries us through like those last few miles. When you see that RPI flag flying around, you know it's uh, you know there's a big contingency there. Is that that flag is important to you guys, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We have it in the locker room all the time. We bring it to every meet, and someone's always waving it around, so it's nice. I have to ask you about Matt Leckie's uh, nickname. Is that something you can explain to us? Yeah, Grover. Yeah. So I, I actually don't know how it started. <laughs> I know that Jason, he's uh, they're in the same grade, and we all live together. But he started just calling him Grover for some reason. <laughs> And then he started winning meets left and right, and then we called it Grover October last month because he was winning pretty much every meet, uh-huh. and I, I just kind of stuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately, the whole women's team doesn't get to go, uh, but Nia gets to represent them. She had a lot of wins, too. Mm. Uh, how do the two teams, I guess, support each other uh, on and off the course? I know. I mean, like, we show up to practice and run with them every day pretty much. I mean, like, on our recovery days, sometimes you'll see the guys and girls running on the turf at the same time, and... I mean, just going to meets together, we, we go to every competition together, we're on the bus together. It's really nice to have, like, kind of a cohesive team unit. Coach likes to get you guys out to the national course a lot of times previously in the season. I don't think you were able to this year, but you've been to Louisville before, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, we weren't able to go this year. We actually did uh, the Paul Short Invitational near Philadelphia at Lehigh, and that was kind of like our big meet of the season. But two years ago, I was able to run at the Louisville meet, so I know the course pretty well. And then Matt was there last year as an alternate. Do you guys feel any kind of, I guess, pressure to, to succeed down there? Or is it more of a, uh, you, you feel like you're, you're prepared enough where it doesn't matter what actually happens, you, you're going to be, be happy, necessarily happy with the result, but mm-hmm. around along those lines? I think it's a little bit of both. Like, we have the pressure to comparing ourselves to previous years. Like, we've been 10th, 13th, 14th, whatever it was, the past few years. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we definitely have pressure to run at the same level that we have in the past as a team. But at the same time, I think it being the first time for everyone on the team, it's just kind of like we're here, which is really exciting, and we're just going to see what we can do. It seems like the team, and you don't want to, like, make excuses, but there's there's been some bad luck where there, where there was stolen shoes or uh, people yeah. slipping uh, in the past. Uh, I'm sure there are stories about that. You don't want to – I probably don't yeah. want anything to have <laughs> anything to personally do with that kind of stuff this year. Uh, but are you kind of aware of, of those type of stories and just t- things you maybe take precautions to try to avoid some of those things? Yeah, definitely. I think we've learned from our mistakes in the past. Like, I know the guys have fallen a bunch of times at the national scene, but I think we're ready for whatever happens this time. 
and uh, you guys are leaving on on Thursday. What's the pre-race prep like? Is it any different for nationals? Maybe because you're getting there a day earlier, earlier, I guess on the Thursday or Friday, as opposed to showing up maybe just a day before. Yeah, I mean, most of our meets have been pretty local, so we've just been doing our pre-meet at home, like just at a regular practice. But the last meet at Con College, we were able to go and check out the course. It was actually like a torrential downpour the other day we went, so that's kind of a mess. But this time we get Thursday to check out the course, Friday for our pre-meet, and then we get to race on Saturday. So I think we'll have some better preparation for this one. And then just looking back at some of the meets you've had this year, obviously you got a chance to host uh, Liberty Leagues. That was, I'm sure, pretty exciting for you guys as well. Yeah, definitely. That was big because I think that is the first time for me at least racing the Liberty League Championship at home. So, and then having Matt win it was awesome. And then us winning by two points over Vassar was also pretty huge. It's, it's got to be, I, you know, the sense of, you know, when the, when the scores are coming in, just like you're not necessarily sure until the very end, uh, you know, what's that anticipation like? Yeah, it's crazy. And we, we actually lost to Vassar by four points in our first meet. And then we lost them by three points at our home meet, Saratoga. And then we had no idea what was going to happen with the results. We just kept updating it, waiting to see but. I know, like, Owen stepped up and passed some guys at the end. Vince and Corey both stepped up huge, came in the top ten, so it was big. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, John Reed was one of the captains. Uh, what is your role, I guess, I have a couple more for you. What's your role as captain, uh, you know, day-to-day basis with practice, but also you know, getting ready for meets, and especially some of the younger guys that, you know, the freshmen sophomores hadn't competed at all until this year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just to be, I guess, mostly lead by example, that's what we've been talking about all year and kind of just be accountable. I know like me, Matt and Brandon, we've just been trying to do what we can to like lead the future of the team, especially after this past year, where like we we really pride ourselves on team culture and having a whole year where we weren't able to see the team together. It was just like our main focus was to just keep the culture going. All right, well, John, good luck down in Louisville and we'll be watching from afar here. Hopefully you get a pretty good turnout uh, of some of your former teammates and current teammates coming down there. Yeah, thank you.